Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. So today's topic is specifically talking about stress and the relationship between stress on the cardiovascular system. So stress is a... Uh, worldwide right now, right? I mean, we're all experiencing this in our own way, in our own light. You know, we've all got our own circumstances going on uh, with the pandemic and some people have been hit harder than others. Uh, but nonetheless, it's touched all of us and um, sometimes in a not so positive way. Um, so stress has definitely been a result of that. So, you know, how do we you know, sort of combat some of this stress and what, you know, if we don't deal with it, if we don't face it and, and work on it while it's going on, what are the, you know, implications of that basically? So, you know, just for starters, emotional, physical stressors, they, they have a negative impact on the heart um, and the cardiovascular system in general, just all the, all of your tubes basically <laughs> where the blood is pumping those are those can be affected by different stress so acute stress is something that happens all at once that's like a, a bomb got dropped on you you know maybe you got in a, a fender bender on the way home from work and that is a huge source of stress because now you have to get a rental and put the car in the shop and pay for the repairs and like that's acute it came out of nowhere all at once Chronic stress occurs over a long period of time. This is like, okay, I have a job that I absolutely despise. I literally dread going into. Um, that is a, a constant source of stress Monday through Friday, you know, going to this job. Or it's a, I have a relationship, you know, with someone that is really toxic and it brings about a lot of stress in my life that way. Um, and it's something that's all the time, right? So that's kind of how that works. And how I explain stress to my clients um, is basically, you know, when we're, when we're talking about the adrenals, which I've mentioned in previous conversations before, but when your adrenals, which are little walnut-sized glands that sit on top of the kidneys, and they produce all of your stress hormone. And so say you're driving down the road and you know, you've got to slam on the brakes really quick um, to avoid an accident. And you get that little like pit in your stomach and your heart rate goes up, right? And it's like, whoa, okay. That was, you know, adrenaline, that was cortisol, that was norepinephrine, you know, all these hormones that put you into fight or flight to survive that situation. But again, if you're in, you know, a toxic relationship or a job that you dislike or, you know, whatever, then that's all the time. You're getting that little bit of cortisol, a little bit of uh, adrenaline, the putting you into fight or flight all the time. And that state of fight or flight is very inflammatory when it's long term. So 
stress hormones and catecholamines are kind of a part of that. And this includes epinephrine, um, adrenaline, as I just mentioned. They have damaging effects if the heart is exposed to these elevated levels for a long time. So stress can cause increased oxygen demand on the body because if your heart rate is up, right, you need more oxygen to kind of keep things going. And it can cause spasms of the coronary heart blood vessels and electrical instability of the heart's conduction system. So we've got all kinds of things that stress is putting this burden on the cardiovascular system. Uh, chronic stress has been shown to increase the heart rate and blood pressure, making the heart work harder to produce the blood flow needed for bodily functions. Long-term elevations in this high blood pressure, also known as hypertension, um, that they can be harmful. They're not necessarily, it's high blood pressure not related to stress. That's also seen with essential hypertension. Um, that's like you could be at a resting, you know, level. You're like, no, I'm, I'm like, fine, I'm good to go. And they take your blood pressure and it's skyrocketed, right? So there's sort of two ways hypertension can occur. But either way, both are harmful. They can lead to myocardial infarction, which is the heart attack, heart failure, abnormal heart rhythms, and stroke. So it's important to know even like good things that are happening in your life but are kind of overwhelming, having a baby, getting married, moving, you know, all these big life events, job change, that comes with all of its own forms and sources of stress and they all still need to be dealt with appropriately or there can be repercussions of that. Stress increases inflammation in the body. So this is linked to factors that can harm the heart, such as high blood pressure, low HDL cholesterol, that's your good cholesterol. But chronic stress can also affect your heart in a more indirect way. So when you're worried, you know, mo most people, especially women, that's the majority of my clients, but we tend to sleep poorly, you know, if we've got things on our mind. Um, so we're, we're not sleeping you're less likely to exercise because you're kind of preoccupied with this stressor um, and maybe like your energy is sort of low because the stress is bringing you down. Um, you are less likely to make good food choices because again, the motivation sort of gets zapped uh, and less likely to watch your weight. So you're less likely to pay attention and all of a sudden, three months of this stress goes by and you're like, whoa, where'd these 10 pounds come from, right? And so that can kind of creep up on you. And all of these life changes, the poor sleep, poor diet, poor you know amounts of exercise, all of that puts your heart health at risk as well, in addition to the stress that's causing issues. So common types of chronic stress, I named some of these already, but um, some of these people don't even think of as like a stressor necessarily. Family and marriage difficulties, financial problems, stress with the job, or not enjoying your job, physical or mental illness, shift work or nighttime hours. So circadian rhythm being off and sort of you're awake in the night and sleeping during the day, that, that switch can actually be really stressful to the body because your brain is kind of like, this is backwards. Um, school stress, so especially when it's combined with work and family. So if you're like a mom and you're 
trying to get your degree or, you know, you're a child and you're, you're trying to have, you know, uh, an independent work life as a college student but can't quite afford to move out on your own, you know, you're sort of stuck between that adult's, child's, you know, life stance. Uh, substance abuse, including alcohol and tobacco, uh, sources of stress for the body. Caring of aging parents, um, so this is often combined with raising one's own children as well. So not only are you child rearing and maybe dealing with teenagers or young adults or you know even young children, you're also trying to take care of you know aging adults um, that are your parents and keep them healthy and safe. Loneliness, this last year has caused so much isolation and loneliness for so many people. Um, huge source of stress. So some of the heart-related effects of chronic stress, so some of the conditions that can occur um, due to these stressors that are not being dealt with properly. Increased heart rate, so it's called tachycardia. High blood pressure, abnormal heart rhythms, increased oxygen demand, chest pain or angina, difficulty breathing, lowered HDL and increased LDL, so low good cholesterol, high bad cholesterol. This is gonna lead to you know, hyperlipidemia. So how do we protect the heart? How can we prevent and manage the stress a little better? I've got some, some ways and some tips that we're gonna do that. Um, just a sidebar, I will tell you, a lot of times people consider their stress level to be separate from their health. And that's just not true. It's very much a part of that. So if you are exercising the way that you're supposed to be and you're eating the way that you're supposed to be, uh, you know, you're doing all of the right things in those places, but you have a stressor that you're not dealing with appropriately, that is gonna be the thing that holds you back from your health and wellness goals, be it weight loss, you know, be it you're trying to get off of medications, Stress is so harmful to the body in so many ways, it has to be addressed in the full body uh, person. So when I look at a whole person and I'm working with them, um, you know, in my uh, practice, I'm looking at their stress levels. I'm looking, are you sleeping? Are you hydrated? What are you eating? And, you know, are you moving your body? Are you sweating? So all of those things are so important. So it, cannot be discounted. So if you're struggling with a type of stress, you've got to recognize it can have harmful consequences. So some things that could maybe protect your heart. Um, first of all, you know, getting professional advice is, is always helpful. Discussing the stress levels with a healthcare provider, with your nutritionist, you know, whomever, that could be helpful. And especially, you know, if you have risk factors for heart disease, such as you're obese or overweight, you have high blood pressure, you know, it's a good idea to get your labs done, making sure that your cholesterol um, and lipid levels have been done recently so that you can at least keep an eye on those and monitor them and then know, okay, this is where I'm at, not ideal, let's make life changes and go from there. Let the stress be motivational. So turn stress into a reason to exercise instead of using it as an excuse to avoid it. So when you have a stressful day, you know, taking a break, maybe even at lunch as the weather is continuing to hopefully look like this out there and we're getting some sunshine, taking a walk with, you know, your either coworkers or just by yourself even, um, taking your mind away from that, that workspace for just 20 minutes can be really helpful. 
Some other things would be incorporate some type of exercise into each day. So again, walking is a great way to do that. It's free. Um, you know, most people have access to either sidewalks in their neighborhoods or a park nearby that is a short distance away. Eating a healthful diet rich in fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. Not smoking. Using alcohol only in moderation. Um, quiet time. Having self-care. Meditation. Prayer. Reading. Yoga. Relaxation techniques like biofeedback. You know, all these things can really be helpful in stress management. Having a support group. Family, friends, coworkers that can provide some needed support to you, talking about your problems and issues, and, and it can help express feelings reducing conflict. If you need to, you know, sometimes it's helpful to see a therapist just to be able to get an outside opinion on, you know, what's going on in your life and maybe get some helpful tools to help you deal with those situations a little better. Um, okay, so those are just some of the things that we have um, you know, there's so many more. I mean, and I've done multiple videos like this specifically on stress. So please feel free to go back. You know, I did the one with Pam Lynn, who is the psychologist who specializes in mindfulness. She talks all about that. Mindfulness is a huge way to reduce your stress burden. Um, so, you know, just head back and there's tons of different recommendations, but Take some of these and see, can I work one or two of these into my day, into my week um, to help reduce the stress levels that I'm under? I hope that this has been helpful. Please share with anybody that, um, that you know specifically who is already dealing with a cardiovascular issue or wanting to prevent one. Um, so I really uh, hope that they can get helpful tips from my videos as well and delay and prevent um, their heart disease. So thank you guys so much. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.